0: On The Boogie Monster, Dave Stone and Kyle Canane talk about exploration and treasure hunting, the protests, and redefining policing. On Office Hours Live, Tim Heidecker, DJ Doug Pound, and Vic Berger are joined by Thundercat and Z from Black Socialists in America. Listen to this episode to find out how you can help Office Hours raise funds for the Black Lives Matter Global Fund. Search Starburns Audio on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any podcast platform for a full list of our shows featuring hosts like Monet Exchange, Bob the Drag Queen, and Amanda Seals. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Starburns Audio. Enjoy the show, and remember stay safe, stay healthy, and keep laughing.
1: Mm, you hear that folks that's the sound of me losing my motherfucking sanity This is Steve Uh, (laughs) Ag. It's Tuesday, (laughs) November 6th, 1026 a.m., voting day, and um, I'm I'm about to go vote. Um, I'm about to go vote that we fucking kill the people who are jackhammering in my driveway. Let's fucking kill them. Oh, it stopped. I love the silence. Oh, yeah. You hear that, folks? It's beautiful. Anyway, I'm going to try and keep this short because um, I think this episode is a little bit on the long side, which is fine. It was really fun. Um, my guest, as you uh, know, is Gina Gershon who I I met earlier this year doing a movie with and uh, she was really awesome and we've kept in touch and I've been trying to get her to come on the podcast for a while and um, she finally made it to California and was staying at a friend's house in Malibu while she was here and uh, so I went to her to record this and uh, (laughs) instead of staying inside where it was quiet we opted For the novelty of going out on the deck at this, her friend's house, which was very nice. Uh, We went out on this deck that was literally like above the waves crashing on the the beach. So um, you might hear a little bit of that, but um, it was fun and Gina is awesome. Um, Yeah, I don't think I have much more to add. I think by the time this episode launches... We will know who won the elections. And, um... I think it's recording. Oh, listen to that. We're on it. Ugh, I'm a mess today. Everything's fucking not going right. But at least they stopped jackhammering. Um... That's it, you guys. Uh, that's my intro. <laughs> that's my amazing intro.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fuck! jesus fucking yeah i have to finish this so i can leave and go somewhere else um i hope everybody voted today uh no matter who you voted for it's your right and uh i hope you used it uh it's a privilege and um all that stuff (laughs) all that stuff uh anyway uh enjoy gina gershon and thanks for listening everybody This is a first. <laughs> can you hear everything?
2: I can hear. I could totally hear you.
1: I'm... Uh, can you hear me? I'm sitting on a, 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 sh- a chaise lounge. Is that what you call this?
2: A chaise lounge with a little umbrella because it's so it's hot. It's a little
1: umbrella so I don't get skin cancer next to Gina Gershon. Is it Gershon or Gershon?
2: Gershon. Well, my family says Gershon, but I say Gershon.
1: Because you... Because you want to piss off your parents?
2: No, because it's like, I like the cadence of a bit, or Gina Gershon. Gina Gershon. Never says.
1: Is that the correct pronunciation? I don't know. Is it know.
2: French? I think it's Gershon. It's part French. Part French, part Russian, part Jew, part...
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> part <Ugh. Jewish>. Hey, <laughs> don't be anti... Are you anti-Semitic?
1: No, no. My One of my best girlfriends was Jewish.
2: And what happened to her?
1: Now yeah, we broke up. <laughs> Too dewy. Probably for <laughs> my fault though. Um, however you pronounce it, I'm sitting next to Gina Gershon.
2: That's good. I like that pronunciation.
1: In Malibu. How do you
2: say your name? A-gee or a G?
1: Wrong on both. Aggie. Wrong. Aggie. Wrong. But that's the closest one so far. Ag. Yes.
2: Ah. See a
1: g, a g.
2: But how does your family say it? A g or a g?
1: They say it a g. I think it's. I think that uh, hello, 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 hello.
2: Yeah, I can hear you.
1: I think the, I think it's French. So I think the correct pronunciation is aG, A-G? That's, <laughs> I'm That sounds like like,
2: like gushon.
1: But that sounds like au jus to me. Like juice. Yeah, like something you dip your beef. In. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's a good name for you.
1: Aujou, Steve Aujee. Um, but we're sitting, we're in Malibu. Mm-hmm. Who's, who's, And you want to say whose house this
2: is? It, I'm at my friend Pam and Jeff's house. They have a lovely house here in the colony. And it's very hot out. And it's literally birds are flying. You would think it was the middle of summer.
1: Yeah. Right? Well, I, I just watched a pelican dive in the water and grab a fish.
2: Yeah. It's crazy.
1: Disgusting. I saw
2: rabbits here last night. When I was in the driving. water? No, not in the water. That would have been awesome. <laughs> you saw rabbits swimming? No, when I got home very late last night, I almost ran over a bunny rabbit, which would have been unfortunate, Hilarious. but luckily I didn't. I know. it's in my <laughs> place in New York is just underwater. I feel so guilty.
1: Yeah, so you are you live in New York. You're basically full-time New Yorker.
2: Yes, I'm a full-time New Yorker How long now? have you lived there? I've lived there... Um, probably since college, so many many years. Now, now the window washer's here. Don't let him distract you. <laughs> this is. I, I wanted to make this one different than all the rest. It was so
1: funny because I got here and there were like all these dogs barking. Like, well, we can do it in this back room; it'll be quieter. Or we can do it out on the on the deck. On the deck, right? I mean, the ocean is literally at our feet. Thirty feet away from our feet.
2: You could probably hear it that's not a that's not a wave machine that's the real deal.
1: I just pointed the mic at the ocean yeah um, no, but I thought that would be funny if we did did that
2: Why not? you slept all the way out here
1: <laughs> I love it. you're wearing a hat over, <laughs> over headphones
2: so <laughs> <laughs> I look totally dumb. <laughs> no. Well, dude, you got the umbrella. I got the and umbrella. I'm in the heat, so I have to. I'm I have
1: still to... sweating. That's a nice wave. Oh yeah. Do you surf? Have you ever surfed?
2: Um, I, I body surf, and I I've gone out with a lot of surfers when I was younger. Yeah. But I and I used to take a surfing class, and I used to hitchhike to the beach through Topanga Canyon. But I never really surfed. Is so that unfortunate? That's kind of sucky. So you were... <laughs> I was like a fake poser surfer. I was a surfer girl, not a surfer. You a valley? Were you a valley girl? Totally. You grew up in the valley? Totally grew up in the valley. Um, I used to hitchhike through Topanga Canyon almost every day and get to Malibu when I was like 14, 15. So you were
1: at that age, that valley girl age, when the movie Valley Girl came out, right?
2: Yeah. I. In fact, it's funny because I remember thinking... Even when that song came out, you know, Valley Girl, the Zappa, Zappa song, and I remember thinking I wanted to write. I thought I should just write a book called "I Was a Teenage Valley Girl" because I was a total teenage Valley girl. Why don't you do that? It's not too late. Is it not too late? Now those are helicopters overhead. <laughs> this is going to be paparazzi. annoying. <laughs> I know. I should, but you know what? Like I just came out with this book, and I feel like I revealed even more than I wanted to, even though I hardly did. The Valley stuff would be way too revealing.
1: And when you say this book, you mean In Search of Cleo, How I Found My Pussy and Lost My Mind Yeah. by Gina Gersh. That cover photo is awesome, by the way. Thank you. And that's your actual cat? That's Cleo?
2: That's Cleo, yeah. Oh, your phone's ringing now.
1: This is so Hollywood.
2: It's so... This is so Hollywood. Malibu taking your call in the middle of a Orange County. Who the fuck... Um, Yeah, you don't answer Orange County when you're in Malibu, Well, it's probably my brother. Fuck him. (laughs) (laughs) Now, tell us
1: what this book is about.
2: Oh, I have to sign that to you.
1: Yeah, you have to sign it for sure.
2: Um, The book is literally about when my cat went missing in Los Angeles, and for two and a half months, I searched the streets... Looking for him, yeah, and all the crazy stories. I told these stories to all these Did you people. Find him? Well, yeah, he's on the cover, so yeah. Oh,
1: this <laughs> yeah. is the cat that you lost and you found it. Yeah, I know been- a lot of people that lose cats and don't find them.
2: Uh, well, for two and a half months, I went searching the streets every day with a can of tuna and a knife in my hand, and a can I- of tuna. Yeah, a tanned tuna and a knife, and all the crazy stories that happened. All my friends would laugh, and I was like in tears. I'm like, and then the guy from jail, so I've been talking to him. I mean, I was so desperate because I was in a desperate moment, and I was very fragile and emotionally unstable. What year unstable. was this that you lost your cat? I don't know exactly like 10 years ago
1: and you were living in LA at that point
2: I was living in LA I had just broken up with my boyfriend of like 8 years and I was living with the Demis with Ted Demi and then he died and my uncle died and it was the breakup and other friends of mine died so I was not in a good spot so this was
1: a dark point in your life
2: It was so dark that, yeah, it was pretty dark. (laughs) I was out there. I don't think I would have been like going to all these cult places and cult. uh, There's oh, there's all sorts of shit that goes down in this. And I think I was desperate because my cat was the last straw that I had to find him. So, I mean, it's not like I set out to write a book, but this it was so crazy. People were like, "You have to make this into a book," and then someone said, "Hey, write a book." So I. No, that's
1: that's a great idea for a book, actually.
2: it's, it's basically all true.
1: I opened to a page, and there's a photo of what looks to be like about 20 Jews harps. Yeah. Oh, you that, love the Jews harp.
2: Yeah. Well, that and the picture the drawing of Marie. That was my mammy who taught me how to play the Jews harp. I drew her. Um, I didn't get drawing credit in this. Everyone keeps saying, who did the drawings? I'm like, I did. Did you say your mammy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, She's she raised me. Why, does that sound really? racist?
1: You, you were raised by...
2: A black woman from Mississippi.
1: Really? So a legitimate mammy.
2: Yeah. Since I was two. And she taught me how to play the Jews harp when I was seven. I stole it and I couldn't play it. And she's like, give me that thing. And then she she played it like I've never heard before. On the I, al- love, yeah.
1: I love juice harp. I My friend has one. I'm house sitting right now. And there's one on the the counter, and I picked it up probably about 20 times, and almost broken a tooth every single time. I and I can't
2: figure out how to play these things. That's the initiation. You have to breaking a tooth, breaking a tooth, (laughs) and bleeding a lot. I've done that. But I but once you master it, then you don't do that shit anymore. I'm, I'm. I've mastered, I'm like I've I'm
1: reading it. the book as yeah, I'm. Yeah, I know, dude. I'm right here. Look at I, I just have saw a Herbie hand. Hancock's name. I love I played, Herbie Hancock.
2: I played my juice harp with Herbie Hancock and Paul Simon. I played on a lot of albums. For real. For real. Paul Simon. Well, it was the Herbie Hancock. He asked me to play, and it was the Paul Simon track. I wasn't that happy playing with Paul Simon. I think he's an amazing musician, but he was really kind of not so friendly to me. That's a bummer. I, but I think he was. He Herbie was like, yeah, "Come here, just just start playing." He doesn't know you're here. I'm like, he doesn't know I'm here. And so he was so annoyed. Like, who is this like stupid white girl in this session with all these like cool guys?
1: Herbie Hancock said that, or Paul?
2: No, Paul, Paul Simon. Simon he, said, kinda, he was this stupid white no, girl. No, but I, the, I know <laughs> it was. It's what he was Jewish thinking. Guys. Who's this skinny Jewish girl? Like, because I was around all these great musicians, and Herbie's like, "No, no, just just check this out," and he's like, "Just play." She goes, "When he gets over here, just start playing." I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" And so. Paul Simon stood arms akimbo in front of me, went, "All right, let's hear it." I was like, "Oh my god!" So I started playing. He's like, "Yeah, I guess that's pretty good. Okay, let's go record it right now." Shit! And then as soon as I did, it, he started messing with it and made it on the album. No shit. What's
1: yeah. so, what's the song?
2: It's on Herbie Hancock's album, the one that got nominated for a Grammy. I can't remember what it's called. It's all these duets with people. I, I think it's called Reflections, but it's his track. But I've played That's on awesome. a lot of other... i play with the Scissors Sisters and Rufus Wainwright. Really? Ryan. And on my album, Marie, Fuck. the album, the song, I do juice harps with Christian McBride, who does the audio with me, and I double up the juice harps, and it's a whole song about how I learned how to play the juice harps. I
1: can't wait to listen to the audio... Book of this When I'm driving home
2: You'll have to download Marie also Then you'll hear My Jews harp song That's from my other CD Can you play
1: that thing Right now Just If you hold Just twang it a few times Is it Is this mic Gonna pick it up
2: I don't know That's some Jesus Christ How the fuck Do you do that Hey man I've been playing it Since I was seven I I'll show you after But it's It's bloody At the first but I'm, I'm you know it's it such a
1: weird instrument
2: I know that's why I like it because no one really plays it
1: I love them too I, they They're sound cool. so rad Yeah so I, rad say so when such I was an an in,
2: when I was in school <laughs> I totally said <laughs> like Boing it like during class and everyone would look around and I'd be like what and like no one knew it was awesome <laughs> Wait so back to your cat right, back
1: to my pussy you know who else just lost a cat recently who Mark Marin
2: Oh, I know. He told me. I just did his show. He's
1: been talking to about it a bunch on his podcast. He's a big cat person. I
2: know. I, and I didn't even know that when I did the show.
1: And that's partially why you're out here in L.A. right now. Is you're?
2: I just did his show.
1: Are you playing his wife? No. Ex-wife, it, love interest?
2: Um, you think it might be the first appropriate love interest he has. Yeah. And I, we totally pick up on each other. Yeah. Have wild sex, and then he realizes it's just for his kid. I mean, for my kid, who who's like a little Mark Maron, does podcasts and shit. Really? Yeah.
1: Who plays your kid?
2: This really sweet boy, whose name I'm spacing out on. Um, I didn't have any scenes with him. That's terrible. I don't know his name.
1: You didn't have scenes with the kid who plays your son?
2: No, just for a second. He, Mark had more of the scenes with
1: um, well, him. And, and
2: I'm here. I'm going to do Chelsea Handler next week for my book. Are you
1: doing any signings while you're out here?
2: I'm not. I just I just did a tour. Like, I was in Atlanta and Boston mm-hmm. and uh, Miami. Yeah. And you didn't want to hear the weirdest thing that happened? No. Nope. This has been my favorite. Yes, <laughs> yes I,
0: I did. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, because it's like a weird thing when yeah. people come up. And I'm not used to it. I'm used to more being an actress and, yeah. you, you know, I, I don't know. So, you have to do these signings. And this one girl came up. I can show you her picture. Um And she's blonde. We look nothing alike. And she says to me, she's like, thank you so much. I just want to thank you because I go to hotels and... People think
1: I'm you? Do people say that? Is that what she said?
2: Not only do people think she's me, um, her name is Gina Gershon. And I'm like, No. no way. And she works at CNN and she... How do I get onto this? Um, and she showed me her card, and I said, "You've got to be kidding me!" And her license, she her name is actually Gina Gershon. So no I, shit. Yes, yeah, so I made her give me some CNN cards. I'm like, well, you got to give me something. <laughs> yeah, this is her. Isn't that funny? <laughs> she was. I'm Gina Gershon. I know. Isn't that hysterical? I should have asked her how she announced her name, pronounced it.
1: Wow, that's so weird. Because that's not a common name. How'd she? I know. Just and
2: we look nothing alike.
1: Were her parents fans of
2: Gershon? <laughs> goes, my parents keep saying, "Why do you keep doing this to us? <laughs> no, I don't know what her parents think. She was very nice. She lives in Atlanta, Georgia. I hope this guy doesn't fall off the window.
1: Yeah, they're washing windows right in front of us.
2: This is like a real Malibu scene. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> wait, so. You didn't do any signings in LA. Like, hey,
2: you missed a spot. Um, uh, no, in fact, you know, book companies are funny. We're like, hey, why don't I do a signing at Book Soup? And they're they like, well, pay for they don't want it. Not only they don't want to pay for it, they're like, well, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas isn't a really great time. They do everything to not. That do seems it. like
1: the best time,
2: right? I I would think so too.
1: People need to buy presents gifts I, I stocking know. stuffers that kind
2: of stuff I think we're gonna have to just do it besides the and then like well they just don't want to set it up but like you set it up and we'll just send some books it's like oh thanks it's like, that's what I'm here to do. I don't know. I don't get... Book companies are really archaic. It's just it's just the way it is.
1: Well, everything's digitally downloaded now.
2: Yeah. Maybe they feel like... I mean, they're only sell, selling it, I think, at Barnes and & Noble's. And I'm like, no, you got to sell it at other bookstores and everything. You get everything soup, on all... Would, book is, Soup's my favorite. That's why I want to do Have like. you
1: ever been to Powell's? Where's in that? Portland? No. The best bookstore ever. I've
2: never really been it's to Portland. Fu- Oh really? Oh fuck!
1: It's so amazing. I love Portland. Are you from would love Portland? Pals. No, but I lived in Ashland, Oregon for a year. I randomly moved to Oregon for no reason. I just it had my to be girlfriend. At, no, no, my girlfriend Girl. and my. my You're finding mine. your pussy. <laughs> yeah, I was finding <laughs> pussy. My girlfriend at the time and I decided to get out of L.A. for a year
2: for Wise no choice. reason. Wise choice.
1: And we just got in my truck and started driving. Oh, that's fun. And we got to Oregon. We got to this small town called Ashland, which is actually home of the Oregon Shakespeare Festival.
2: I didn't know that.
1: And uh, small, small town.
2: I that it was cute.
1: It looks like the town. Did you ever see the movie Roxanne, mm-hmm. Steve Martin? It looks like that town. It's a little town at the base of the mountains.
2: That's cute. It's
1: awesome. I lived there for a year.
2: This guy takes his job really seriously. Well he should I know <laughs> <laughs> If not he's dead Because he'll fall over into the sea
1: No but You would love that bookstore It's amazing
2: Yeah I love good bookstores I, I really truly do They're rare to find these days Um, And what else is going on?
1: No you don't interview me Motherfucker Oh, oh shit I'm
2: sorry <laughs> Wait so you I'm came out i control freak you know? <laughs> How
1: many episodes did you do of Mark's show?
2: Just one But I made it so that we had a you real thing going recur. on so I could recur.
1: I love doing that. Right? I love when you go in for just one episode of something and it's so open ended you're like, Oh fuck, I could come back.
2: Nice no, like you make it so good that they have no choice but to ask you. It's back.
1: never happened for me.
2: It happened to me for Curb. They asked me for three. I was only supposed to be on one.
1: Is that how you met Jeff?
2: Yeah. Well, no, I met him and then he asked me to do Curb. He I met him at Dennis Leary's comedy roast yeah, and I was the only girl on the dais dais that sounds so Jewish right dais what are those oh, I was
1: sitting upon the dais
2: playing with my payas <laughs> <laughs>
1: is that what they're called payas I think
2: they're called payas the, the, the I don't think curls they're... on the yeah you look good in payas I
1: can't uh, no I would not
2: that could be your new look
1: I shaved off
2: you shaved off your payas we met
1: because we did a movie that Jeff Garland Directed and wrote.
2: Right. Wrote. De- Dealing with idiots. I, yes. I
1: say wrote in quotations because it was mostly improvised.
2: You have to say quotations because on the podcast, they can't see I your quote, fingers doing the
1: quote marks. I did quotes. You were the only person and the guy washing the windows that could see it.
2: He thought you were saying hello to him. <laughs> he did it back.
1: Why are you waving with your fingers?
2: But like we met doing Jeff's
1: movie, which was really fun.
2: Super fun. Now, so Jeff... Is the reason that I did So I was supposed to do Dennis Leary's Thing I'm the first one up And I'm supposed to sing this song. I have cigarette girls to dance with, all sorts of things. And of course, I do this lovely monologue. Oh, Dennis is like my brother, and I've never been to a roast or done a roast, so I give a really sweet sort of speech because I love Dennis. And then I do the little song, dancing, blah blah blah. I have a hat on and my coat. And at the end, I'm like, oh, thank God, because I kept saying Dennis. I need the words to this thing. It's live. He's like, oh, don't worry, it's going to be like punk rock. Oh no no, it's going to be like Dean Martin style. Oh no, it's like a day before. I'm like, Dennis, you've got to give me the shit now. Yeah. So I was. a little nervous doing the song so as soon as it it was over I downed some tequila started smoking and they come right back they said hey guess what you gotta do the song again I'm like what are you talking about they said because your hat was too low it's shaded I'm like oh my god let's Ugh. do it now before the tequila kicks in they said well it's live so you gotta wait for the whole show I'm like I gotta wait for the whole show and then uh, do it when everyone wants to leave when I'm drunk and when I'm drunk and they're like yeah and so I thought oh god so I went out to the audience to watch and all the guys Jeff was the master of ceremonies and Mario yeah. Cantone there was a lot of comedians there and of course they start roasting the shit out of everyone especially Including me since, you, of because I'm the only girl but I didn't know this game and I'm like those motherfuckers and I'm drinking and drinking and when it got to my time I said guess what I'm changing my monologue and just just vamp until I'm ready to come in and I nailed these guys I just really? went off and it became the angry and then I did the angry song I'm like get the fuck out of here girls and I sang the whole song I was I mean I was a little buzz it's true but it was much funnier than afterwards. Jeff was like, that was the funniest shit I've ever seen. You've got to do our show. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> I goes, no, no, you seriously have to do a show. I'm like, and yeah. it was, in fact, it was Rick Rubin, because we were talking about him earlier. earlier yeah. I didn't really know about Curb, and they called, and I was with them at that moment, and I was so busy that week, and Rick said, I don't care what you do. You have to do it. You have to do this. This will be the most important thing. You do all your yeah. f- counsel. I'm like, I'm doing a movie. I'm doing this. He goes, it doesn't matter. Yeah, You're doing it no matter shows. what. So I said, okay. And then I went. I didn't know it was going to be a real there. He's like, everyone's like, don't worry. You just play yourself. And I said, OK. And when I got there, because they were like, listen, if you just play the Hasidic Jew one more time, is oh, that OK? That's right. And I was like, oh, haha!" Ha. And I got there. I'm like, holy shit. You really want me to be a Hasidic Jew? They're like, yeah, but don't worry that's about right. it. Right.
1: I forgot about that.
2: So we just made it up. I just pulled out an accent. and Larry started laughing and that was it. I'm like, all right, let's go.
1: I f- completely forgot you played a Hasid. Oh, yeah. Is Pan that how they of, say
2: Hannah the Horny Hasid Oh, too. that was
1: so funny. I completely forgot about that. That show is... That was fun. So great. Yeah, that's one of those shows that if you're offered any, you have to just do it.
2: Oh, no, God. And then I kept saying, hey, should I come back? And then they let me come back a couple of times.
1: I auditioned for it twice, and no go. the audition process was oh, terrifying. Because you go in and you improvise with Larry in a room, and all the producers are in there watching.
2: And not laughing.
1: No, no, they were laughing. It's just that they see so many people. And Jeff said afterwards, he's like, You were really great in the audition. But when it's over, Larry usually just remembers the last person that was in there auditioning. He's like, Yeah, that guy was fine. Let's just hire him. So that's the, t- the trick. The trick is going in last, I guess. Yeah. Um,
2: it's good to know tricks.
1: But yeah, so we did this movie about Little League parents and you played a gay, a gay couple. You didn't play, a, you were part of a gay couple with Carrie Kinney.
2: She was great. She's hysterical. But I think my best scene got cut out, I'm sad to say. Really? My psychic pooping scene.
1: I didn't see that.
2: Is it, he's, what?
1: He's singing. Oh, he's singing. <laughs>
2: now the window dude's singing as he's, like, hey, why not? I would sing if I had to wash windows. Why not? Nice day.
1: This isn't your. That wasn't your first time playing a, a gay either, was it?
2: No, and in fact, I said, Jeff, I can't believe, out of everything, I wanted to play something totally different. Yeah, because he's like, I don't want you harsh, I don't want you this, and, and then of course we ended up playing. I'm like, dude, we're doing exactly what like I didn't want to do and you didn't want to do, but then we just went with it. it I, was so I wanted to funny. be there for Jeff.
1: It was. So, I only worked for a week on it, but it was so goddamn fun. You were
2: funny. You were very angry.
1: I, I was an angry guy with a single parent with a huge beard.
2: Yeah, you're, I thought your beard looked good. I
1: hated it so much.
2: It was cool I've on you. I've never
1: had a beard that big. And when Jeff asked me to do the movie, I was like, yeah, of course. And this was like three months before they even started. He's like, don't shave. He's stop shaving now.
2: But wasn't that kind of freeing, not having to shave?
1: That part was awesome. I just, going out in public, I was like, I look like a fucking hobo. I thought you looked cool. And then uh, I shaved the, the day we finished. And then... Uh, I actually ran into Fred Willard like a week or two ago.
2: Oh, you did! How's he doing? He's great. And uh, seen any movies lately? <laughs> <laughs> seen any good films lately? I
1: ran into him at a porno theater. You did? No, <laughs> but he didn't recognize me because I didn't have the beard.
2: I don't think he'd recognize me. I don't think. I think he's kind of there, and then he's somewhere else. Well, he's like seventy-three now. Yeah, but how genius was he? He was. Amazing I mean, in this show Like he would just like Everyone's like trying to be funny right? He would be quiet And then would just like Come out with one line that everyone would be like Oh yeah it was pretty fucking funny
1: And, he would, and it would be different every time Yeah Every he, take it was something
2: different He was pretty awesome He's so good All these guys Pee Wee Fred Like honestly They get the short end of the stick I mean no pun intended If yeah. there's a pun to be had But you know what I mean It's like They're going to pornos Like so what Yeah It's like I can guarantee you The business. people
1: that were You know Went in and raided the place And arrested him Fucking probably jerk off to Wayworth stuff at home, you know. On their, I, I, they probably
2: I, film the arrest and then they, they jerk, jerk off, off to that.
1: They jerk off to the news story.
2: Yeah, that's sick.
1: I do, I do, however, I don't understand why there are still porno theaters.
2: I you know With I know all right? the
1: porn on the internet. I don't understand. <laughs> like,
2: Maybe they like the big screen or they like the cool atmosphere of the <laughs> Maybe they're a have. Maybe it's a danger
1: have, thing. Maybe it's like a
2: Or maybe it's in it public. Caught.
1: Yeah. Uh, um
2: Or also it's such a you know, maybe you don't have that big of a screen at home. They like to see a big, big screen.
1: Well part of the other thing is I was like, well, Fred is seventy-three, maybe he just doesn't know how to work on computer.
2: Yeah, or maybe his eyesight's not so good and he needs to have a big image in
1: front <laughs> of him. I felt so bad for him. I was
2: like, who fucking cares? Like I know, right? It's like he's Fred
1: Willard. It's fucking Willard. Fred Willard. He could... I would have no problem with him coming to my house and borrowing my computer to masturbate in, like, my living room or something.
2: Yeah, he's like, hey, Steve, Um, do you mind if I just borrow your computer to masturbate for a little bit in, in your living room? A
1: no of course not you can do that Fred B that's a great impression
2: Oh um, he'd, my, he'd actually come up with something much funnier than that but yeah no, I well I wouldn't really want him in my living room doing that I'd say he, well you could take my computer and take it home and then bring it back <laughs>
1: I'll even load up a web page for yeah. you.
2: I don't watch porno on the computer, though. I don't really watch porn. I mean, unless I'm in a hotel room far away and I'm super bored, and I've seen all the other movies just to see what You're the kids a girl are watching.
1: Too. I don't think girls watch it as much as guys.
2: Girls watch twenty-five percent. I just read some statistic the other of day. Porn. Yeah. The thing I love about porn is that the women are the ones who make more money than the men in that field. Which I is love kind of that awesome. too, and
1: I think it's great, and they deserve more money for what they do.
2: Yeah, but the, and then they've gotten and they've helicopter. Okay. Uh, bird. I hope he sees some sharks and dolphins. Although they won't make really sounds. We can make sounds for them. <laughs> There's a lot of There are that's, my that's, talk. A,
1: that's like a howler monkey or something. I had a friend in high school That was attacked by a howler monkey And this was in Riverside, California
2: What's a howler monkey?
1: They're just a a fucking monkey Where I grew up Somewhere right near the school Someone had a howler monkey And you could always hear it Because they howl You would just hear this (laughs) <laughs> and it was super loud You could hear it through that Like sounds the whole more like neighborhood like a
2: whooping monkey
1: It was Whoop. Really creepy And then one day My friend was walking to 7-Eleven At lunch And this monkey just ran out From behind the house And bit him on the leg <laughs> And the harsh. best part was The monkey had one arm
2: No Yeah He got attacked by a one-arm Howler monkey Yeah No
1: Pretty rad
2: Listen I monkeys I gotta stop free- saying rad You're it's so bad It's a new valley. thing for me Oh, see I used to say it all the time As a valley girl I'd say rad And bitchin And maintain Was a big one It's like oh my god My mom's home Maintain Maintain I, I don't think I ever heard that When you're really high And your parents come home Where you get caught By the You know Um the, yeah. This principle You're like dude Maintain <laughs> Maintain You never heard man. That's like keep it no. cool You know Rad was a big one Gnarly huge. Gnarly yeah Um Totally. Totally. I'm totally in love with Scott. He's a total babe. The eighties were kinda awesome. I didn't like the makeup. I look stupid. You were you were
1: in Pretty and Pink.
2: It's like my first movie I ever did. Isn't that amazing though? It makes me sound so old.
1: It makes you sound awesome. That was uh, okay. John Hughes is my favorite writer, director of all time. He didn't direct that though, right? He wrote, he it. wrote it.
2: He was there. He he thought that I was really a, a person working at the at the store, so I never told him I was the actress. I wonder if he was surprised when he saw no, me in the movie. No. <laughs> yeah, because he didn't cast me. How he Deutsch did, and he kept saying, "So what's?" I was like, "Well, it's over here. We've moved all the the equipment over here, so we could shoot the scene." And
1: you had to memorize everything. was like, he keeps asking me about shit whenever he comes in. I got to memorize the yeah. the inventory.
2: I just thought, oh, if I'm really good at playing a, a girl who works at the store, he'll maybe write a bigger part for me. But it, I, it, he just thought I was a girl who worked at the store. Yeah. He's probably like, "What's she doing in this movie? Get rid of her." <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I was that's I'm just too convincing sometimes. I'm too convincing <laughs> for my own good.
1: You're a good actor.
2: Uh, well, sometimes it doesn't help.
1: I'm so jealous. I, uh, that was intriguing. John Hughes. Is my, I have not cried. A celebrity death Probably more than John Hughes Really? Yeah I was like so bummed Part of it c- Was because I was like Fuck I'm never gonna meet John Hughes now
2: I felt that way With Stanley Kubrick I was really wondering yeah. One of his movies I was like Oh that sucks Or Pina Bausch I love Pina Bausch You know the Crazy dance lady Not that I'd be in One of her dances But sh- her no, stuff I don't you would, know Who that is She she, You would like her She did crazy Weird dances At BAM Like, But super avant-garde Gina? Tina Bausch, German Then Venders just did a movie on her Like a documentary I think it won the Academy Award or something last year But she was a badass And I was really sad when she died I don't know why I came in with that Because you're talking about John Hughes The I'm big
1: sorry. ones for me were John Hughes, John Ritter Really? Bald, he was my, probably one of my biggest influences like,
2: John Ritter? Yeah Really? The
1: Company is one of my favorite shows of all time
2: That's so funny
1: And then uh, George Carlin
2: George Carlin, he was awesome. He
1: just, I think, had a street named after him in New York.
2: Really? Yeah. He should. I remember that was one of the first bits I ever memorized. Probably one of the only bits I ever memorized. Which one? You know the seven words you're not. You oh, know, the seven bad fuck, words. on cock, motherfucking fucking tits, whatever. Like I didn't, I never would memorize anything. Which
1: half of them you can now say on TV? <laughs>
2: you can't say fuck. Well, cable.
1: Cable, yeah.
2: Fuck, cunt. Fucking cock. cunt. Fuck, cunt, cock, motherfucker.
1: Shit, you can say. Piss, you can say. Piss.
2: Ass. Can't say asshole. No. Just ass. ass. Tits?
1: Goddamn motherfucker. Can
2: you say tits?
1: Probably. Probably. Shit, man. What if you say it just as a... Like, oh man, that's tits
2: Oh, that's tits up, man <laughs> Oh, did you smell that guy? He's so ass That guy is so ass <laughs> That's when my cousin and I wanted to make ass Like a cool world So he's like, let's just start using the word ass Like, it is so ass And see if it catches on Did it? No Maybe a little bit Super, I thought, caught on for a while I kind of said, let's bring back the word super Oh, that is Super Super <laughs> I don't know why. I thought that was Gina a funny Gershaw word. <laughs>
1: best known for showgirls and bringing back
2: super. <laughs> and trying to start an ass trend. <laughs>
1: trying to jumpstart ass as a...
2: But it's, it makes sense. That should be a word like, oh, that is so ass. But if you said, oh, that was so ass. It, I like words like awesome. that... awesome. But it, it, it takes on different meanings depending like on how you say it. No, but tits are going to be good no matter what like, oh, that's tits. It's not going to be, oh, that's Oh, but tits. ass
1: is both. Yeah. It's, it's like aloha. It's hello and goodbye. It's good that, and bad. But it's
2: friendly no matter what. If I said to you, dude, don't be an ass. Like, oh, you are so ass.
1: That shit is like military. fucking apocalypse now, right now. These helicopters coming towards us.
2: I hope they're not going to shoot us.
1: They're like really low. Two helicopters. Hey, we, sh- we
2: should put our things up. They look like mosquitoes, big bird. They look like young lovers taking a stroll in the sky.
1: It would be awesome if there was just an explosion and the podcast went silent. Those are like, that's That's, like Air
2: Force. Yeah, that's when weird shit. We're fucked. What does that mean? It's all, hap- it's all going down here in Malibu I know, Gina, I don't know Do you see how hypnotic it is here? I didn't want to leave the other day I'm like, I'm just going to stay
1: maybe sleep out here
2: Right? In the morning, I came out. When I got home late at night, I took a little jacuzzi over there. I mean, honestly, it's so this this trip has been super cushy because I don't have my apartment here anymore. And I came here, and Pam was just like, "Just stay here," and I'm like, "All right, twist my arm." It's beautiful here, but it's hard to do work in town because you just don't want to leave. So that's not. Yeah, good.
1: Malibu is awesome. I just I really don't understand the, the commute. Like, I can see people like writers living here who can yeah. write from home or.
2: Yeah, you have to stay at home because you don't want it. Driving back and forth and back and forth is a bummer.
1: It uh, yeah, it doesn't make sense. I think as an actor, like if especially if you're on TV, like shooting.
2: Unless you were shooting daily. like a beach movie or a beach TV show, like yeah, like Baywatch. Baywatch. Hey, I live in Malibu and I shoot Baywatch. Did
1: you ever do an episode of Baywatch? No. You know who did do an episode of Baywatch? <laughs> no. Jeff Garland He did not. I'm, I'm pretty sure he's in an episode of Baywatch
2: with Pam Anderson as the love interest.
1: I don't know if he had a love interest.
2: <laughs> with what's-his-face as his love interest? Hasselhoff. Hasselhoff? He had a love interest with Hassel. Yeah. Well, Jeff has it in his contract that he makes out with anyone. The Hoff. Whatever he does, especially if they have the word Hoff. In you the know it's
1: so funny? Hmm. When Jeff asked me to do his movie, I was like, first of all, I was like, yeah, of course, because I'm in no position to like be like, oh, I need to see the script. first. <laughs> I was like, yeah, of course. And then... Uh, I was like, "Who? Oh, who else was doing?" It? And he's like, uh oh, like Fred Willard and Richard Kind." And I was like, "Yeah, totally." And he goes, "Gina Gershon and, I, and Jamie Gersh." I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" <laughs> I go, "I have had the biggest crush on both of them," and he's like. Oh he's like You have a make out scene With Gina I was He like, did not He said it jokingly But I Like I couldn't tell it. I was like Are you si- fucking kidding me He's like yeah I'm kidding
2: <laughs> <laughs> He said, sorry Gina's gonna make out Scene with Carrie
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's like, Yeah she's playing A lesbian man Forget about it
2: uh, I know I'm sick Of this lesbian thing I mean, do I look like a lesbian? Why do I keep getting Not cast even. as
1: lesbian? What was the... Uh, you played a lesbian
2: in... Bound. Bound. See, Wach- I, was, I was just so convincing that people just assume I'm a lesbian. That's the Wachowskis, right? Yeah. They're awesome. That was pre-Matrix. Pre, that movie let Matrix happen. Did it? Mm-hmm. Well, they told me about Matrix. And it was so awesome. I was like, these guys are geniuses. Everyone was like, you can't do this movie. It's going to ruin your career. You Why? Because I was playing a lesbian, and they're like, plus these guys, no one knows who they are. First timers. You're coming off the show. I'm like, look at. First of all, Showgirls is not going to be what you think it is. And secondly, the script is genius, and I met with these guys. They're secret geniuses. I'm Yeah, they're pretty amazing. I said, and the part's amazing. What do you mean playing a lesbian is going to ruin my career? I mean, they are probably right, but I I did it anyway because I'm like, you know what? I love these guys, and I like this part. I'm doing it. It's going to be a badass film, and it was, and it is. And you were playing
1: a lesbian opposite one of the Tillies, right?
2: Jennifer. Right? Jennifer. Jennifer. Oh, okay, I'm. when I come, I'm going to sound like this. Oh, oh. And you have to sound like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love Jennifer. She's so awesome.
1: She's got a very distinct voice, for sure. That was a good impression.
2: <laughs> Thank you. I'm going to do the... Can we do the rest of, of the, this
1: yeah. interview as I'm, you as Jennifer Tilly?
0: I'd like that.
1: So but, your place in New York, Jennifer, is really... Uh, well, you'll still be Gina, but you'll talk as Jennifer.
0: Uh,
2: okay, Steve.
1: So you, is your place still without power in New York?
2: Yes. Who's taking care of your cat? Um, this nice German lady. <laughs> and But she doesn't have any power, and she doesn't have a shower, any so... Pow-
1: oh, I thought you meant power is in, like, a super... <laughs>
2: She doesn't have Steve. She doesn't have any superhero powers, but she's taking care of my head. No, that's my Jennifer Tilly imitations going out the window. This is Jennifer Tilly as a valley girl. Steve.
1: I think I waited on her once when I was first in L.A. waiting tables. She's
2: actually cool. She's one of the few actresses I've worked with that I actually stay friends with. I've stayed friends with. I think she's very cool She's a big poker player You know Are you a poker player I am But not like Jennifer She's like She's, she's won the like, world champion the Really females. Yeah She's heavy duty That's what she does I'm a poker pl- I like poker
1: I love poker But I suck at it Really Yeah I'm horrible well, Someone in fact Just asked me If I would Do a poker Thing with them And I was like I, I, I can't I'm horrible Why are you so bad at it I don't know
2: Are you not a good liar
1: No, I'm a great liar
2: Well, are you playing Texas Hold'em? Yeah Half of that is just the confidence and knowing how to, like, bet Except if there's really good players, they'll call you out after a while Depends how many people they're playing If there's a lot, it's hard to do it once it gets smaller
1: Have you done tournaments?
2: I have, a little bit The ones in Vegas? Yeah Oh,
1: man, I would love to do that, I'm just really bad at it
2: Well, you can't be good at everything, Steve (laughs)
1: <laughs> I can't be good at anything Gina
2: That's not true.
1: I want to jump in that ocean
2: Name the best thing you're good at Does that does that make sense one thing you're the best uh, at, what you're good at you can jump in the ocean I mean you have to pick off your headphones
1: I don't know one thing I'm good at. I'm like a I do a lot of shit.
2: you right I, I think I'm like a,
1: one of those jack of all trades master of none.
2: I'm kind of like that too. That's okay. Don't get depressed. Uh oh. They're coming back. Look at it. It's like going to, it's oh, lower shit. now. That's
1: one of those little helicopters, too.
2: Yeah. Fuck. What's, something's going down. I would love to have a house down at the
1: beach. I'm not going to lie. I grew up, we can see Catalina from here.
2: You grew up in Catalina?
1: My parents had a cabin there. No way. And I spent every summer growing up in Catalina. Until I was like 15
2: What do you do all oh, day, just play ski ball?
1: I would scuba dive and oh, really? snorkel and ride bikes And
2: would you go to that, the play the games and get the tickets?
1: Yeah, they had an arcade there The arcade? Have you been?
2: Yeah, I used. To, I mean I grew up here so I used to, we used to take oh, yeah. little speed boats and go over there Did you
1: ever take one of the, um, what are they called, the, the fucking planes that land on the water?
2: The water planes?
1: <laughs> That's not what they're called <laughs>
2: The planes that land on the water? No. What the fuck are they called? Hydroplanes. Seaplanes. Seaplanes. Fuck. Hydroplane is good, though. I never did. My friend, Stacy, her dad had a speedboat, so we used to ride the speedboat there. Like a cigarette boat? Not as cool, but it got us there. And one time we were going there, and there were whales near us, and they almost knocked us over. It was pretty cool.
1: (laughs) It was pretty cool. We almost died. It was awesome.
2: I've almost died a couple times in the sea. I'm not kidding For real? For real Once, well, once I had a panic attack I was diving Scuba diving in Papua New Guinea (gasps) And it was so awesome And I went down really fast A hundred feet down And I was with really good divers Uh Uh-oh, my phone's ringing Who is it? Oh, it's unknown That's scary I don't think I better get it um, anyway, to make a long story short, when I went down there, I totally panicked. Yeah. I panicked to the point where I was like, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't breathe. And I- everything in me was like, I just want to inhale the water and die. And then yeah, the little the yoga thing was like, don't do it. And the guy held me down and we had to, I, I couldn't breathe so we were doing the, the you know, exchanging. That's happened to me, yeah. And when he got up, to make a long story short, I was so freaked out, and but that night in the cabin, and I was in a very beautiful boat. I did the same freak out. I was like, <gasps> I couldn't breathe, and I was like, Oh my god, I'm going to die! And I wasn't even in the water. I was. I had, the thing is, I had been taking the wrong malaria pills, and they were giving me the night fevers, and so I was I, in the night terrors, and I was totally hallucinating. Wait,
1: isn't night fevers a B.G. song?
2: Oh yeah, it was the night terrors. <laughs> But it was really intense. And so the rest of the time, I had to like make myself get back in the water. But then, when, so the next trip I took with these people, we were in Fiji, right? I'm very lucky because I have like friends with a nice boat and we yeah. all have a really good
1: time. Are you certified? I am school? now. Yeah. I
2: think this, before the Fiji trip, I thought, you know what? I've gone on all these crazy dives. I've never been certified. I should probably learn what I'm doing. Yeah. So I got certified, and I got all. I got back into the scuba diving game. I did night dive. Wow, I swam so with fun. sharks. Yeah. I did the whole thing. I was so proud so of myself. Awesome. Right. And the last day, I was floating in the water, like this crazy royal blue color, and I was in this crazy bikini, kind of these colors that the reds and blacks and the yellows and the greens. And all of a sudden, I mean, I was thinking, I'm so proud of myself. I got over my fear. Like, good for me. You know what I mean? I was having one of those moments, like that. You have to say to yourself, I'm proud of yourself. Yeah. I I I got over that hump, and all of a sudden, a stick kept knocking into my chest. And I'm like, I look down, and the stick is the exact same color as my bathing suit. I'm like, that is so weird. Here I'm in the middle of the water, and all of a sudden, that little stick does this, like. Six inches from my face, and it smiles at me. What? It's a fucking snake. And I went snake. And and I I kind of was shocked. So I but it was smiling. I wasn't scared of it, but it It it, was smiling. It was smiling at me, and I kind of back paddled, (laughs) and it followed me, and it loved me so much. It started crawling up on my head, and I was like, Oh my god! What the fuck are you talking about? It was crawling on my head, and the guys on the boat. I'm like, Hey! And they said, Oh. Gina, why don't you get out of the water? I'm like, look, this snake loves me. I said, They're get deadly. A, I said, get a camera. They're like, why don't you get out of the water first? I'm like...
1: They're deadly.
2: I, I said, s- why don't you get... I, I get out of the water, right? And, I, and, the, and the snake follows me, tries to climb up my legs. And I'm like, oh my God, you guys, did you see that? That snake totally loves me. They're like, Gina, that... Was a water coral snake. Yeah. It is the most yeah. deadly snake, yeah. poisonous snake in the world. If it bit you, you're dead in thirty seconds. Yeah. How freaky is that?
1: <laughs> the ocean is full of so much horrific shit. It was.
2: We are not high on the food chain. I
1: went. Uh, I went scuba diving in like Palau in Micronesia. Really? Which was amazing, because there's a lot of, like, World War II, like... Oh, wow. You know, Japanese aircraft that are sunken and, like, a lot of awesome shit. So that was really cool. But, uh, yeah, there's this weird thing with scuba diving. It's, like, it's the same thing as having a fear of heights, yeah, but being, like, a fear of depth.
2: Well, because also, you once you're down there, if your brain takes over... You really can't go you're up. Like, this up isn't logical. I shouldn't be breathing. Yeah, And water. if you start getting the fear and you're like, oh, my God, oh, you my God, can't rush up, you, you can't rush up. And it's like a real mind over matter thing. It's insane if you think about it.
1: Yeah. I remember the first time I went down really deep. It was like maybe close to, you know, 70 or 100 feet. And it wasn't I was fine until I looked up And I was like Fuck I'm really deep And I started like hyperventilating Like
2: (sighs) Yeah then you have to just focus on things Or one of that If you go into a cave Like oh yeah I'm gonna go to that cave And all of a sudden you're in the cave you're like Oh my god I'm
1: fucked Yeah what if my tank gets hooked on a Yeah I don't know On a rock If
2: you start thinking like that You're in trouble Yeah And now ever since that one thing Happened to Papa Nia I'm not gonna lie I have fear when I scuba dive (laughs) Maybe that's good Maybe the fear is good It wasn't
1: the deadly snake it was the-, the
2: snake didn't bum me out. I mean, it, well, it was kind of scary afterwards. I'm like, wow, that was kind of scary. But I like snakes. And once I almost, I think I have a good karma in the water because once I was in Caddo Lake and I didn't realize how, whatever, you know, I, I thought it was so cool. And I was with my ex-boyfriend and he had a friend there. We are like, oh, let's go fishing. And we, they had the little metal fishing boat. And, yeah. And... Um, It was so cool, and that's when I was making music because I had my Jews harp. You know, we were eating cookies. It was all really fun. It was a fun day. And then at some point, I was like, I got to go swimming. It's so hot. And Bob, who I just met, he's like, oh, yeah, it's totally fun. I'm like, is it cool? He's like, oh, yeah, it's great. I'm swimming in the water. The water feels amazing. I mean, honestly, and there's lily pads, you know, as as big as a really big pumpkin. No, that's not even a good (laughs) way. A really big.
1: As big as like a seat
2: cushion. Bigger? Yeah. As big as, like, something really big. Okay. And then, <laughs>
1: as big as a Volkswagen.
2: No, it wasn't that big. But it was pretty big. But anyway, I'm swimming for a half hour. Got to later on. We're lost. And all of a sudden, the bugs are starting to hit my face, and everything's starting to wear off, you know? And I'm thinking, oh, my God, where am I? And all of a sudden, we're totally lost. And I, this guy, Bob, has no idea what he's doing. And what lake is this? Caddo Lake It's 100%. between Texas And Louisiana Okay It's super deliverance Swamp style Yeah cool Right It looks beautiful And then all of a sudden I notice where we're swimming We're in the same place And I look around And I'm like What are all these Ping pong Glowing ping pong uh, balls Everywhere alligator. Everywhere Hundreds of them Yeah I'm like What are those He's like Oh those are just Those are the crocodiles Or the alligators yeah. I'm like the alligators. <laughs> those are just gators. I, he goes, "Oh, those are." All-. I said, "But wait, wait, wait!" I said, "I was swimming there." He's like, "Oh, bank gonna hurt you?" <laughs> yeah, they were I was like, "Are you fucking?" And I realized this guy was crazy. And we found out he actually was crazy, and he was off his meds. And I was like, "Get me <laughs> the fuck out of here!" He and was then,
1: off his meds. And then I was
2: really scared because you know what? That would have been pleasant getting eaten by a gator. So I don't know. Somehow I've got someone's watching me. Poseidon, the the sea gods are, are and water people are are protecting me.
1: No, it's awesome. The ocean is amazing.
2: It's my favorite place. I guess if you're gonna go, you might as well go in the ocean. To uh, the bathroom? No, I mean die. Go. You're gonna go. <laughs> Not number two.
1: I had a friend that did that once when we were
2: Took scuba diving. Yeah. No.
1: Like it was on Catalina, and
2: that's disgusting. We. we
1: hiked like way out like far away where there was like no bathrooms or anything and we were in the water he's like oh fuck he's like I gotta go to the bathroom and I'm like not no not here man not near me and he's like I'm doing it I'm going to the bathroom and I like looked underwater with my mask on and I'm like
2: Oh, I can't believe
1: you look Fucking disturbing <laughs> You have to look It's like a train wreck It's like
2: Fuck man wait, wait was he Oh so he wasn't in a scuba outfit No he was just
1: in like Oh that's Swim trunks Well and, that's
2: It's still disgusting But can you imagine Your scuba and it's just like stuck next to you That is so disgusting I just
1: took a dump In my wetsuit It's all squishy uh, It's coming out the neck <laughs>
2: It's like there's something coming out of your neck dude. What is that? Oh, man.
1: I made brown in my wetsuit, and it's coming out of my neck.
2: It's all squishy. It's all squashy. A bird. But look, it's so great here in the week because there's no one on the beach. This is what I like. when it, It's weekends, and there's a lot of people, all the Malibu people. Do you know any of the neighbors? I know. Not the neighbors, but I you bump into people on the beach that you know. It's true. Well, I
1: believe you're... Wife from Jeff Garland's movie Lives here in The Malibu colony I
2: think you're right She lives very nearby But I'm so anti-social I am so antisocial i do not feel like calling her Is that terrible? No, maybe I'm maybe, the same way Maybe I'll Tweet her or something but Hey you know, neighbor Hey neighbor Do you got any food? I'm hungry <laughs> <laughs> I actually am kind of hungry <sighs>
1: Let's see How long have we been going? We've
2: been talking 47 minutes I bet How long?
1: This says, and this can't be true, but this says like an hour and 40. That can't be true, right? We've been time talking How did I a get here, time. like
2: one? Oh my God, it's 2.22. Yeah, we've been talking a long time. Mm-hmm. You got here at one, we've been talking almost an hour and a half at least.
1: Well we can, we can call it a, a night.
2: I mean, we could just talk and talk and talk, but how long are these things usually? Like an hour. Oh, really?
1: Yeah, this is amazing. Because so, sometimes I. Yeah,
2: because you need to leave some space to hear some of my crazy music from my audio.
1: Which I'll play. Sometimes I have people on my podcast that, like, 15 minutes in, I'm like.
0: All right, in then. In my man. head, I'm I mean, like, <laughs> I
1: have no idea what to fucking talk about now.
2: That sucks. I wouldn't like that. Or if they're really boring, they'd be like, all right. All no,
1: right. I'm glad we made this happen. Like, last time you were in town, it just didn't work out. You're here really quickly.
2: I know, and thanks for coming all the way out here to the Boo. (laughs) (laughs) I figured you haven't done a podcast. You haven't done a cast from the Boo.
1: I haven't done an outdoor podcast ever.
2: See, and we talked about a lot of outdoor things. This could be your nature one, and we're dealing with my cat outside. There's a theme. Nature and animals. There's a theme. It's good to have a theme, right?
1: Yeah, I guess. All right, well... That's it.
2: That's it. I'm hungry. I've got Thanks to go eat. Thanks for
1: doing this, Gina.
2: Thanks for coming out. It's fun to see you.
1: Uh, everyone check out Gina's book. Uh, In Search of Cleo, How I Found My Pussy and Lost My Mind. <laughs> also wait, available wait. on audio.
2: Wait, if you say it again, I'll do this when you do it. That'll be funny.
1: Okay. Good start. And you can also get Gina's book. In search of Cleo How I found my Pussy And lost my Mind Thanks, you Thank you, Steve <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody Bye